0: Hi, I'm Caden Schulte, here with my brother, Cal, and you are listening to Eating Ws. Eat the W. That's a W. Let's eat one. Let's eat one, that's a W. So on today's Tuesday episode of Eating Ws, I want to first talk a little bit about our, very loosely about our future schedule. So this episode is of course coming out on a Tuesday, as you all are listening to it now, and it came out on a Tuesday. And future episodes, as in the next few weeks, will also come out on Tuesday until the NFL regular season. And then we will add a day, either Thursday or Friday, we're still kind of throwing it around, but we'll talk more about that as we get closer to the regular season. But for this week's episode, I'm going to pass it over to Callan to start to talk a little bit about the Packers minicamp.
1: Training camp. Minicamp. Training camp. There was nothing mini about this camp. Nothing at all. Wow, wow, what a week for Packer fans. My, my, isn't everything great again? I saw a uh, post on Twitter that was like someone wearing a Packers jersey, like waving to people, like doing the, like waving to everyone, you know, like a parade, and it's like Packer fans rejoining society today. (laughs) Like we haven't been just like dying all summer. (laughs) And that's exactly it. It's all good. So I had to personally go to Green Bay and bring Rogers to Green Bay. I was like, God damn it, he's making me take him because he was being stubborn and refused to go. So uh, no, I actually, we went for a family vacation, kinda. uh, Went to the shareholders meeting and um, I'm one of the shareholders, so I got to go into the meeting. Are they making profit? They are making profit. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't the income wasn't quite what it was last year obviously, but we did not lose any We still made made profit made an income off of our investment group a lot of money numbers I didn't fully understand and brought our sister because she is an underwriter for an insurance company, and was she understands those numbers. Way anymore. more excited about that part of the meeting than, <laughs> like, people started leaving when they started talking about that, and she was like, "All right, finally, the good stuff." <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. So that was what she was excited about. Um, so during that meeting, accounts uh, the uh, Brian or Brian accounts the Packers general manager, uh, was talking about the future football operations for 2021. And this was, so this was Monday morning, roughly, when, when was the meeting? 11 a.m. Something So like that. roughly 11 o'clock a.m. Monday morning. And he said, I even live tweeted it a little bit, that Aaron Rodgers will be returning to the team for 2021 and this current dispute will be resolved. And lo and behold, what was it? Three, four hours later? If even, yeah. He was... They had re- talked about how he had come to terms with an agreement that they were giving in and giving in to his demands, and that basically he was on his way to Green Bay. And not only was he on his way to Green Bay, but they reworked his contract the way that that he wanted. They voided the 2023 year. Um, 2022 will be revisited, but there's basically a gentleman's agreement that things will be revisited depending on how the season goes. I guess. How feelings feel in a year from now a football year from now i guess because you know uh, the focus is just on 2021 and making sure that he was there i don't feel like they feel like jordan love is ready yeah (laughs) or they wouldn't have but hey i'm happy for it i thought that i think that they should have and continue should should continue to keep him as the quarterback just because of the rules changes, you know, I've gone over this about how it, I think it's much safer now to commit long term to a quarterback past 40 than it was even 15 years ago. I'd agree. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a whole new league. So that was just on Monday. That was the first day, right there. Mission accomplished, day one. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole week left and I was like, well, time to go home. But no, nope, no, nope, it went, it got better from there. Uh, so from there, we, uh, we signed Randall Cobb, or, or I'm sorry, traded for Randall Cobb, because that was one of Roger's demands, I guess, now, uh, requests, whatever Roger, you want to call them. Roger's executive his, decisions. His executive decisions, and uh, luckily Houston was nice enough and still stupid enough to just split our, his contract with us, so it's only costing us $3 million for a cap, and uh, it was only a sixth round pick. So, uh, I think that's worth it for to keep our quarterback, you know, happy and get a guy that he knows. And, uh, yeah, you know, Cobb's old. He's a veteran now. He's older. But he's also the, uh, quote, unquote, older brother, not officially, but older brother of Amari Rogers. Yeah? Yep. Uh, Randall Cobb, his dad, was the receiver coach at Clemson.
0: Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that.
1: So that's he's cool. actually had been had connections with uh, Amari. Amari, that's for awesome. A and long you know that. time, and his dad is also friends with Amari Rogers' dad, T. Martin, who is now the Tennessee coach, but at the time was the when Randall Cobb was at Kentucky was Kentucky's receivers coach, and T. Martin, as some will know, is the quarterback that. Uh, Either played the year before, no, he was, he, he played for Tennessee the year after Peyton Manning and won a national championship. Peyton Manning did not win a national championship. That's a cool little web of connections. Little, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the, what is it, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, the seven degrees the, of. The always sunny in Philadelphia meme. <laughs> yeah, the, where you yeah, sit there. Where Charlie's day, yeah. yeah, here's the connection here and here and here, and it all comes back to. Aaron Rodgers and Amari Rodgers and Randall Cobb Rod- all on the same team. 2A Rodgers and a Cobb. Yep. Uh, and then we weren't even done there. Then we went out and signed uh, veteran offensive lineman Dennis Kelly to add to our offensive tackle depth, who I can't believe was still on the free agent market. He started all 16 games for the Titans last year. To be honest, I didn't even know he was on the free solid, agent market. Solid, solid depth, you know, uh, not, not a... He's one of those guys not great, not a superstar, obviously, but good. Good depth, saw, big size, Which mammoth guy. You're, you're not going to see an O-line with five stu-
0: superstars on it. It's no, just impossible to build. It's film. impossible. The closest I've ever seen is the Cowboys a few
1: years back. When man, they like had that, Martin, young Martin, Tyron guy, Smith, Smith uh, Lael Collins, Travis center, Frederick. Travis Fedrick, and Doug Free. Yeah, that's the, right the closest that I've ever seen to yep.
0: five True superstar alignments mm-hmm. on one team, so. and look, it lasted
1: one year because they all wanted money. So filling up with those decent guys is the Vet- way to go. Veteran depth and 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 solid rookies are, are the way to build a good offensive line, and that's what we're trying to do here. Yep. Uh, he's also like say so with was mammoth. He's 6'8", 325. He makes David Bakhtiari look. Yeah, small. he stood next to Bakhtiari, and Bakhtiari looked like his little brother. Yeah. I mean. That's so, a big man. Hey. You know, we need big guys like that to help protect Rogers. Whatever makes Rogers feel better. I you know, people are mad about mad about Rogers, his fit, whatever they want to call it. I I understand and agree with both sides. Because I understand the NFL is a business and I and I think that if I didn't go back and listen, but I believe that I predicted what Rogers' issue was, was the 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 philosophy of the team. Which is the way the team is ran. Kind of the, they call it the Ron Wolf philosophy, which back in the 90s, I guess, you know, it worked. It's an old school philosophy nowadays. So the cutting the guy a year too early, or a year early, than a year late, kind of deal, draft and develop. It's just not, that's not the NFL anymore. And Rodgers was just basically trying to send that message of, look, you're not going to run the team this way anymore. Where, you draft a guy to replace this guy. These are we're human beings. We all have feelings and emotions. You know, he just basically wanted to help the Packers transform and and enter this new yeah, current age that we're in and I hope that that they really do because I think that Rodgers does want to be in Green Bay. I just think that he wants things to be right and you know, mm. especially like like he said the the input of, of executive decisions. I also agree that the quarterback of your team that's for fifteen plus years at a Hall of Fame level definitely sh- should be involved in conversations regarding the football team. Cliff Kingsbury came out and talked
0: about how he's already letting Kyler do stuff like that. I feel
1: like, which I think is too like early. that's the Cardinals just being like, yeah. We're doing it for our quarterback in three years. Which I feel like like, that's too early. Why are you trying to piss him off? What is your problem, Arizona? Like, shut up. Cool. Keep it to yourself.
0: They need to to find a happy medium there because Kyler hasn't even taken him to the playoffs and he's only been there two years. So that's a little risky, but, you know, to each their own. I think
1: Cliff Kingsbury is only like three years older than Kyler Murray. Yeah, literally.
0: They're pretty much the same age. Larry Fitzgerald might as well be the head coach of that team. He's the one that needs to be making the executive decisions. But my biggest takeaway from Rodgers coming back in the whole Packers situation and Cal just mentioned it a little bit ago while he was talking is I can't imagine they trust Jordan Love if they're they're willing to change their whole philosophy just to get a player back at the age of 37? Something like that? He'll be 38 December 2nd. Uh, That's Apparently Jordan Love is just not looking ready. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out because what I think yeah. you guys do sign Gardner Minshew. No. No, I no, just kidding. No. I don't think that We'll talk about happens.
1: Minshew later. I think Minshew will end up I thought he would end up on the Colts until with the whole Wentz thing, but we'll talk about Minshew here in a little while. Yeah, we'll talk about Minshew. Because, yeah, the Colts ran into some quarterback Carson Wentz issues also. A little foreshadowing there. But, I mean, hey, so this was Monday of our trip. Monday and Tuesday. The first two days were very exciting. Wednesday, uh, went went to the training camp, got to watch a little bit of it, took a tour of Lambeau Field during this tour we uh were watching getting ready to watch a video about the packers and who i see outside the theater but the packers president mark murphy who was showing some guests around that he had um for uh, uh, some sort of charity luncheon and so i was like hey wow i'm gonna go up here and just introduce myself so i walked up to him and said you know uh Mr. Murphy, and it's an honor to meet you. I think you've done a great job, and just want to let you know I've been a shareholder since 97, and a fan, and just appreciate what you've done, and thank you. And it was really, you know, that's just a cool experience. Yeah. No matter who who that is, you know. I know everybody doesn't agree with what he's doing right now and all that, but hey, you gotta give respect where it's due. I mean, it's your president of your team. Yeah. It's like, if you you met ziggy wilf yep the owner you know so it, that, I, that'd be pretty cool you know i didn't talk to mark murphy no but... i went up by myself I, I was the only one that noticed him really we both went and talked to tom pellicera right so after actually... after we got out of the hall of fame we know before or before the, or before before we the hall of in. fame yep. right i skipped that my fault i skipped the timeline there uh we're mm-hmm. gonna time jump like we're avengers So before (laughs) we were entering the Hall of Fame, we were standing in the Lambeau Field atrium and noticed that Tom Palacero was just in the atrium waiting for an NFL Network update or something, because this is in the middle of all the Rodgers stuff happening, so you know it must have been all over the NFL Network and ESPN. I don't know. I spent the whole time in Lambeau Field, so I don't know (laughs) what was happening around the sports world. Uh, <laughs> you also skipped something else you did on the tour, oh, which is pretty exciting. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot about the most important thing that happened. I proposed to my longtime girlfriend of seven years, Michaela. Yeah, very exciting. Yes. That was awesome. At Lambeau Field. She had no idea. It was, set up a whole surprise. It set up a huge surprise, a big plan that's been about... Six months in the, making, long, in the making, a long Yeah, yeah. I, I got the ring last November lots and of, been holding it. Lots of secret
0: keeping, lots of, of planning and
1: planning and sneaking and lurking around and lying. But it, it went off without a hitch. Thing, that was the whole thing, actually, this whole the Rogers thing, all of it, it was all the part of the plan. That's <laughs> uh, that's why I knew all along that Rogers <laughs> was coming back. This is, but I couldn't say it because Michaela listens to the podcast. Yeah, you were
0: just using it as a distraction. Right,
1: so this was all – sorry, Packer fans, but I had to do it. I'm a little <laughs> bit – if I'm going to do something life-changing, I'm going to make it extravagant. <laughs> so, yeah, so that happened too. Uh, no, I, the Rodgers thing wasn't really part of the plan. That just helped. Well, it was just a convenient Yeah, helped yeah. Help cover it a little bit because that was what I kept telling all my friends is – I'm going to make sure that Rogers gets the green Bay. And they're like, how are you going to do that? And I'm like, I'll figure it out when I get there, but I'm <laughs> going to get that. Out. So into in a green Bay. And actually it was kind of funny that first thing, first day I was there, he came back or agreed to come back. And I was like, yeah, you're like, Oh, see? He, he did. He did my job for me. <laughs> yeah. See, mofos? <laughs> so yeah, so that was a fantastic trip just all around. Um, so that all happened. Uh, Finished it up with uh, on Friday, uh, hanging out at Lambeau Field and watching some practices and was able to get a few autographs and meet a few of the players. Uh, met The first one I met was Elton Jenkins. Big 74 was uh, walking out with... He was just grasping one of those 24-packs of, of waters like it was a basketball. He's holding it like just... And I, was, and I saw him walk out, and he was just wearing plain clothes, except his shorts said O-line 74. And I was like, 74. And I'm like, 74 is Elton Jenkins. I'm like, that is a big guy. I'm like, man, it might be a coat, you know. And then I noticed he gets in his girlfriend or wife pulls up in a red Corvette. <laughs> and he pulls, and he throws the, she pops the trunk, and he puts the water in, and I'm like, I'm going for it. And I kind of, not not like run at him, but I kind of, you know, yeah, you, you got fast walk. You got to go. be hasty. And I was like, it. I was like, Elton Jenkins? And he turned around and he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, dude. I'm like, you're fucking awesome, <laughs> man. I'm like, could I get your autograph? I was like, and he's like, sure, you know. And I hand him my hat and he signed the it. Hat, I'm like,
0: the hat looks like a replica hat. In his right, hat, yeah. I'm it sure. looked like
1: one of those little tiny baseball plastic caps in his <laughs> hand. but And the pen was just, I'm glad it didn't just shatter on him. It's yeah. just a little basic permanent marker, but... So he's signing it, and I'm just kind of like, man, I'm, I'm so happy that you're with our team. You're one of the best offensive linemen in the league right now. And he's like, oh, thanks, man, thanks. And I'm like, I'm like, seriously, man, you kick ass. And and he signs it and gives it him like, thanks again. I'm like you made my day, man. That is awesome. That was sweet. <laughs> he, he, and he, again, he's just like, thanks. He has a deep voice. I felt bass coming off the voice just every time he, he said it. He gets in the Corvette and the. <laughs> the body of the car touches the ground. They that scrape thing, out of the parking lot. had to have some strong shocks <laughs> on because That was a big guy. But, uh, I, then, a,
0: I must say, even as a Vikings fan, I really like Elton Jenkins. He's probably one of my favorite yeah, Hey, a
1: solid player. player. Good yeah. guy. You know, he's He's nice. just one of those guys that you he's don't even really know guy. his name.
0: He just yeah. sits there and he plays his ass off. Yeah, and, plays and right well.
1: there, like that. He, you know, was just like, oh, thank He felt, he, you, you could tell he was kind of humble about yeah. it. And, yeah. And yeah, I was just like, it. dude, you are great. And how is that's a true fan you know we really like that yeah because everybody says the offensive linemen don't get attention don't get respect i was giving mad props to him oh that's the, the most... whole time he was signing it and i you know after he signed it i said awesome thanks you made my day sir i appreciate it bump fist and i said let's go get us a super bowl and he kind of laughed and cool, yeah. he was like yeah man that's cool and then he left and so that was you know so we went back and he left and um Went back and was watching the practices, and a couple more players left. Uh, saw some players drive by, you know, and then got a couple waves, but no one really, no, no one stopped. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae, saw them drive by. Uh, and then uh, Amari Rodgers stopped, and I was able to stop and get his autograph. And he was, there was a couple people, so I didn't really get to say anything to him except, you know, you rock, man, thanks, and, and moved on, and... Uh, and then some more time went by and whew, stayed out there quite a while. It was getting towards the end of the day and, man, I was just getting ready to kind of give up. You know, I was happy, but it was staying out there in the heat for, you know, it's like fishing. That's how I was felt. It felt like yeah. I was just fishing. Which, just so much patience. Yeah, just, just patience. Waiting. Just waiting. And I was like, ah, 10, 15 more minutes. And then one last car pulls up and I'm standing there by myself and the window rolls down. And it's the great Aaron Jones. He wasn't wearing his sunglasses, but I knew it was Aaron Jones. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh man. And I was like, I was like, hey. I was like, can I get your autograph, please? And he was like, he kind of looked around. He's like, yeah, sure. And I hand him the hat, and I'm like, man. I was like, thank you so much, we It's fucking awesome. I was like, you are the best, man. i mean, thank you so much. And he's like, yep, you're welcome. You know, I, I, don't know I, think he was, I think it was it was after practice. They were a little tired. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't quite seem his energetic self as usual, but he was cool enough and nice enough also to, to stop and give me an autograph. And Hey, I, I hit three of them out of the park and had yeah, a that's, great day. Those are good ones. Almost had a fourth. Zadarius Smith stopped, but he was on the phone. I uh, we got to at least say, Hey man. And I tried to offer, and he's like, I can't right now. I I, you know, I didn't push. I you said, can't hey. push. No, nope. yeah. I have total hundred percent respect for him. That's it's why cool that even he talked, though. even Elton Jenkins once I felt just that's like the most line I pushed because I did kind of like like I say I didn't run at him, but I did kind of quick walk just because I didn't want him to get in his car. And I'm sure he kind of liked that, though. right? And I can't imagine but, those linemen get a ton of people, right? So I was the only one. Yeah, he walked right. He walked out of the gate. No one even said anything. I backed up and was kind of like, where's he going? And then when I saw it, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta start running. I just did a little fast running motion there because I forget that we're not on video sometimes. But <laughs> so, yeah, and then so I got to see Cedarius Smith and he was on the phone. He said, No, I couldn't. And I said, That's cool, man. I said, I said, "Good luck to Season Smith or <laughs> Smith. Good luck to Season Z." And he's like, "Thanks." And I was like, "I was like, you rock." And he, like, he kind of gave me a little head nod and a smile. And so that was cool. Just things like that, little interactions. And again, I didn't want to push because I did well, I don't want to be the fan that ma- that ruins it. I fully yeah. totally appreciate and respect those guys. I, I appreciate the ones that stopped and signed it. That's awesome. That kicks ass. Even the ones that just waved. That's just Even that's pretty cool, you know, to just acknowledge. Be like, hey, how's it going? So, yeah. it's so cool uh, getting an autograph from a player. Yeah, you guys, you, Bubba, and my dad wore Viking stuff. They got a couple yeah, of laughs and handshakes. Stuff, yeah. There was a couple of them that said, what did that one guy say to dad? I just he said, wonder. I want
0: to shake the hand of the man with the biggest balls in Green Bay because <laughs> yeah. he was decked out in Viking yeah. stuff. That <laughs> so, was
1: funny. See, and that's cool. Even some of the fans, you guys are wearing Viking stuff, and they are able to kind of joke around, give you shit, things we, like that. We actually met quite a few people who said, yeah, we're Vikings fans
0: yeah, too, but, but we just didn't want to yeah, wear Yeah, none stuff. of them
1: want, and then they see fellow Vikings fans. I noticed that, <laughs> They, like, confide in you guys. Yeah. they're like... <laughs> so I thought that was pretty funny, too. Yeah, it was So cool. that was good. Hey, it was a great experience. No crazy fans. No crazy no. interactions. It, awesome time. Mem- unforgettably memorable trip for multiple reasons. Personal, you know. Sports, at, yeah. Sports-wise. Inside and outside of Green Bay. It was mm-hmm. definitely an awesome trip. But met a number of people I never thought I'd meet. Between Tom Palacero, shout out. Mark Murphy shout out, you know, yeah. uh, Aaron Jones shout out. Uh, oh, we should have gotten. Elton Jenkins, Amari Rogers shout outs. We should have gotten Pelissero to
0: plug our show on NFL Network. What we? Were... I thought about. What it. are we?
1: What are I we? I thought doing? about. It, but I'm like, oh man, how? to did...
0: Can you imagine how many of those a day? You right. That's get. what I mean. It's like,
1: do we want to be those people? No, i was kind of thinking like, I'm, No, I'm more let's than... just be the people who are just like, hey, man. I recognize you. You good. You do yeah, great good work. work. Yeah. You kick ass. Just wanted to say thanks and, you know. And hey, maybe he'll listen. Maybe somebody'll be like, "Hey, those guys that you met, they have a podcast." Yeah. <laughs> who's gonna, who's
0: going to tell him? <laughs> I will
1: say when I was tell I told Pelissero the story of the proposing and all those crew members were listening. So, yeah. hey, you never know. Maybe maybe <laughs> Just all it takes is just someone to hear about it. Sure be cool.
0: About one in a million chance, but it sure be cool. So moving on if you don't play a hell of a point you miss 100 of the shots you don't take mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> moving on past green bay and coming over to minnesota which ironically we're talking about tom pellicero that's exactly what he did you that's know, right for, we were asking he him, went from uh, the green bay camp to the minnesota yeah, camp
1: so where he proceeded to ruin the vikings camp <laughs> yeah geez he brought some bad juju <laughs> no, with him apparently
0: that was insane <laughs> so moving on to minnesota I'm gonna start with some highlights of the camp because there's a lot fewer of those pretty much. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest highlights of the camp so far has been KJ Osborne, who apparently has really stepped up. I've seen a ton of reports that he's stepped up from multiple different sources on all four days that we've seen so far. This is being recorded on Sunday the 1st. So KJ Osborne has just been killing it as I've heard. And I've seen some videos where he just Full extension, makes some awesome diving catches, forty yard plus. So that's awesome to see. Another thing that's not quite as much as a highlight, but that's been really interesting to see, is we actually have third round pick this year, Wyatt Davis, playing center rather than right guard. Really? And that is because this is going to be a butcher of a pronunciation, but Ollie Udo, I believe, he is a sixth or seventh round pick from the 2019 draft has been getting most first team right I guard red that on nfl trade rumors i cannot run him with the ones. he has been apparently killing it we drafted him as a right tackle i didn't know davis then, was
1: running center though that's new
0: yeah we drafted him as a right or left tackle i can't remember it to back up brian o'neill because we drafted him right after 2018 when we drafted o'neill and apparently we kind of did some experiments with him during mini camp and during OTAs moving him to guard and he loved it. He played super well. So it's gonna be really cool to see how that plays out, because now we still have Dozer in the mix, who is our veteran guy who played last year, but played garbage.
1: No, I thought you traded Dakota Dozer.
0: No, we still have where am I thinking No we still have Dozer in the reps, I think. Or maybe that, who's maybe the guy you
1: traded to the Jets.
0: To the Jets. Uh I don't know. Riley Reef went to the Bengals. Bengals. But I'm not sure who we traded to the Jets. I can't remember that I exactly.
1: Think you have Dakota Dozier.
0: Maybe I'm thinking of Drew Samia then. It's either Dakota Dozier or Drew Samia. One of the two older guys are also getting reps at right guard. But they've been kind of switching off with between uh Yudo and the veteran guys for first team. And then Wyatt's been getting some second team right guard and mostly playing third team center with Mond. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how we play with our line because most other positions are pretty well locked down. We got Bradbury at center, we got O'Neal at right tackle, we got uh, Ezra Cleveland at uh, left guard, and we have Rashad Hill taking reps at left tackle until Dara saw back up from the surgery he had. But I think once he heals back up, he'll take pretty much all of those first-team reps from Hill, because... Eventually. Eventually. Maybe not even week one. Maybe not start, but yeah. Probably not, definitely not through preseason. Maybe not even the first few weeks, but I think somewhere before week six, definitely, uh, Christian Derisaw becomes our starting left tackle. So it's just going to be really interesting to see what all we do with the line. And another position battle outside of the offensive line that has been really fun to watch is the wide receiver position battle, which sadly some of the bad news is that, uh, I wanna say third year receiver, I think he came out of the 2018 draft class, OBC Johnson tore his ACL during practice, so he will be out for this entire season. And I know this is kind of bad to say, but luckily for us, we have many other wide receivers who I really think are gonna step up and have amazing years, just like I mentioned with KJ Osborne. We signed D.D. Westbrook. I really like Amir Smith-Marset. I think if we give him some play time, he can prove himself. Is Fitz still an option? I, I As far as I know, he hasn't retired. Especially with B.C. Johnson getting hurt now when he was in the running. If we can get him on a good deal, maybe not even veteran minimum, but close to it for a year or two, I don't see why you don't sign Fitz just to, he seems to want to play in Minnesota. He can get some reps. More than anything, he can really coach those young guys up. I can't think of a better player coach I'd want more than Larry Fitzgerald in that receiving group with Keenan McCardell as the coach. So if we sign Fitz, I'd be a little surprised at this point with how well Osborne has been doing and just signing Westbrook, but I would not
1: complain at all. So backtrack in a second. Bradbury, Garrett Bradbury is your starting center, even though Wyatt Davis has taken.
0: Garrett Bradbury is taking the one reps,
1: yes, and okay. I believe he will be the center. I starter. thought you were saying it like like White Davis. Oh was taking, no! Okay, that's yeah. why I was like, whoa! No, Davis has because been... I did hear about that Udo taking the right guard. Yeah, one reps, but I didn't know about. It. That's why. That's why I was so because I was like, whoa! They're having Wyatt Davis at center with the one. No, but what I've been hearing, which is kind of interesting, is this is a really
0: breaker bust season for Garrett Bradbury. I think if he has anything less than a very well-done season, I'm not going to say he has to come out and be a superstar, top five center in the league, but I think if he finishes anywhere outside of, like, top 10, top 15 centers in the league, I really think he's out. And from the reports I've kind of been hearing is almost any time Mond is in there playing quarterback, Davis is his center. So I think it's kind of like a future thing. So... I don't know. We've been moving our guys around a lot on the offensive line. We seem to always do that. We like the versatile guys, guards who can play tackle, tackle who can play guards, guards who can play center. We just like to move our guys around a lot, so we won't know until week one who's truly the starting five, but it's just—it's fun to watch. It's fun to see those guys really compete for those spots and just try to get whatever reps they can out of whatever spots. So, And to be honest, as you all know, I'm very high on Kellen Mond. So a future with Kellen Mond at QB and Wyatt Davis under center, or not under center, at center, sorry. (laughs) I'd like to see it. I wouldn't complain at all. And then moving on past the offense, because of course the offense is always fun to look at, but defense is much more important as we proved last year when we had an amazing offense and a god-awful defense that you can't get far without a defense. Newcomer Brashard Breland is kind of the big star player that a lot of people have been noticing. Apparently that man has just been bawling out. And a lot of reporters and inside reporters for the Vikings and people who are at the training camp are saying that he's pushing Cameron Dancer for that starting spot. So it'll be fun to see what happens there, especially with Pat Pete on the left side. I think he pushes Pat Pete out of that spot before he pushes Dancer out of his, but Which would which... Dantzler
1: Pete move to the slot nickel corner or do you have Uh, I think Pat Pete moves to safety before he moves to a slot corner if we're being dead honest why is that why do all those as veteran corners go that they move to safety you know you just lose that speed it's hard to
0: man up on a guy like Terry McLaurin or your DK Metcalf when you just don't have the speed that you used to as a corner so what do you do you move them to a Primarily zone position, or you play a lot more zone to help them out because they know the game so much more. They might have lost those physical attributes, but they've gained so many more mental attributes that they can read a defense, or they can read an offense better. They can play zone better. They can cut those routes off because they can tell through film and through experience what those receivers are going to run better when they can step back and look at it. So it's just like that you saw with Richard Sherman. And guys like that, Sherman, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure Desmond Desmond Trufant. He's just the guy who thought of at the top of my head
1: in Detroit. Will play a lot more zone this year than man. So uh, Woodson did that. Charles Woodson when yep, he was Chuck. at this tail end with Green Bay, he moved from corner to safety, and he didn't play safety as well. He was. I still thought he was a better corner than safety. I yeah, I just feel like he's a natural corner man to man yeah some but,
0: of those old guys you don't lose your man to man stuff just because you're so Wilson, good at it
1: richard sherman desmond trufon that just seems to be a, a I don't say a common trend maybe an uncommon trend i f- but i that, feel like it's really
0: been shown a lot more in today's nfl just because these freak athletes that are coming in Daryl Revis, i think was another one Daryl Revis started playing ended, i don't know if he ever truly moved to safety but they, they started, started playing, playing a lot more zone mm-hmm. towards the end of his career or the, I think or the high I think or when you it. see these guys coming in like John Ross was really the first to do it back in 2016 when he ran that insane 40. These new receivers are just coming in and they're so much faster, they're so much more athletic than anything these older corners have seen before in their 15 years of experience that you just you lose your step and well, of course a corner an NFL player never really loses their step. I shouldn't say that because you're an NFL player. If you've been in the league for more than 10 years, You're doing something right. You're good. So they don't really lose their step, but they just lose a step on the younger bucks is what I should say, because he just can't keep up. Like you can't say, and see, the reason he had such a bad year in Arizona, Patrick Peterson, is because that's what they tried to do. They tried to throw him in as their cornerback one. And they said, you see DK Metcalf, that six, four freak athlete that can run a, Four two four three forty. I want you to go man up with him at the age of thirty five, whatever Pat Pete is, and go step for step with him. And you just
1: can't do that. It's not. It's, not, it's step, not possible. Not, I feel like you can. You can try to jam him. You can try to jam when I'm on I, a route. I would like to see any corner in right, the league right you, now. Jam DK Metcalf. You, you try to. Woodson's the only one. I would love to see a Woodson, a Charles Brian Charles Woodson. Again. Dk Metcalf because yeah that would be a really good matchup but right you which put I them on a it's post funny. route they're gonna burn those guys Richard Sherman Pat Pete Pat Pete has a little bit faster but even Woodson he lost his they all lost their speed their step which still is blazing speed when you want to compare it to the average person yeah even at you know but yeah compared to the 24 year old NFL player to the 34 year old NFL player. And the other one's more times than not Gonna be fast <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, Pat Pete without a deep safety I just don't see us running much man with him Unless we have Harrison Smith back there Or more likely Xavier Woods Back there playing a deep zone Which I could see us doing a lot So maybe we will still see a lot of man from Pat Pete, But I don't see many situations Where Pat Pete runs man during a blitz Situation or anything like that So Brashad so Breeland your slot then? Right now, McKinley Alexander.
1: Question
0: that it. Push if if. Uh, Breeland
1: pushed Dantzler out. Would Dantzler move to the slot, or or would Pat Pete move to the slot? I, feel like I that think that would be a good matchup. For I Pat think
0: Pete. I think biggest situation or uh, most likely situation. Sorry, is if Breland truly does push up and earn one of those outside corners starting two spots. I think that we keep Dansler outside. I think he plays left cornerback right now, so I think we keep him on the left. I think Breland moves up and he plays right side cornerback. I think we still keep Mackenzie McKin- Alexander in the slot just because I don't think Pat Pete would do good one-on-one with a slot receiver. And then we have more than likely, hopefully Harrison Hand backing up Mackenzie Alexander in the slot, because that's a matchup I really like. And you know, I haven't really heard much from Harrison Hand in uh, training camps. A lot came out during mini camps and a ton came out about him during OTAs. Apparently he balled out during OTAs. But we're still early in the training camp, so I hope we see some more from Harrison Hand later. It's a lot different
1: from when you start wearing your pads and when you're wearing shorts. Well, I
0: don't think, I mean, I don't, I haven't heard like anything bad about him. I think he's just not getting near as many reps. So I hopefully they give him some oh, more reps yeah. and we get to see At what... At the
1: minicamp and OTAs, now everyone's showing up, now everyone's... yeah This is basically everyone's like, alright, it's time to start getting serious, you know.
0: I think the most likely situation, like I just said, we have Dancer on the left, Pat Pete on the right, and then we have uh, Mackenzie Alexander and Harrison Hand splitting reps in the slot, and then we have Pat Pete as a nickel guy. But that's just if Rashad Breeland truly balls out and moves up to one of those top two spots. I think for right now you flip Pat Pete and Breeland. I think Pat Pete stays at that right side corner and Brashad Breeland comes in as that nickel guy because he's still a little younger and faster where he can play some slots. So maybe he switches with Harris, or sorry, he switches with McKenzie Alexander in that slot rather than Harrison Hand. But this is more depth than I've seen on a Vikings defense and offense in a long time. The fact that i get to have all these conversations with the corners and i get to say yeah we might have lost obc johnson but we still have a bunch of guys who can back him up and still play that wide receiver three wide receiver four that makes me so happy because that is more depth than we've had at those two positions since 08 when we were pushing super bowl of contentions so it's really it's really fun to talk about the camp this year because i feel like this is one of the best teams we've had in quite a while and probably my Highlight of the camp and a lot of Vikings fans' highlight of the camp is we are seeing that Daniil Hunter is still a beast because I have heard countless reports that that man is bawling out. I saw one report where I I can't remember if it was a quote from Brian O'Neill or a quote from Mike Zimmer. I can't remember which one it was from. But pretty much they said Daniel Hunter did a move that they had never seen before. And they walked up to Daniil and said, where'd that come from and he pretty much said i don't know i just tried it and it worked and i watched a few videos where he put brian o'neill on a turntable and that's saying a lot because brian o'neill is underrated and a good ass young right tackle so i think if he can just stay healthy and we get a dj Wanum or one of the two rookies janarius robinson or patrick jones on the other side And we got that rotation in the middle of Michael Pierce, Dalvin Tomlinson,
1: and Sheldon Richardson. We just become unstoppable. I don't see how you stop that defensive line. I mean Zimmer is obviously not a coach who's here to be a teacher and be a young team. He wants to win. He's not here to 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 coach college. He did not like that the defense, that whole thing didn't work last year. and. No, he, did, he didn't. He did He did not work like out the experimental
0: and, defense. Yeah,
1: and I, I get where they were going with it because if it worked out, it would have been great. You know, you would have had a bunch of salary. It, cap it was. Room. It was nice because. But we you got, know, Zimmer was like, "If we're doing that, I don't want to be a part of it."
0: It was nice because we got Cameron Dancer out of it. But outside of that, there was just nothing. Oh, and another thing that I should probably mention about the Vikings camp is a uh, Nick Vigil has been getting most of the third linebacker reps. Which, I mean, we usually run a kind of like 4 two, five setup where we'll have four down linemen, two linebackers, and then five corners to fill out our defense. Or sorry, three corners and two safeties, but five defensive backs. So that's usually what we've been running these past few years. But I know that since we, uh, we uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? We like upgraded or, wow, I, it's killing me that I can't think of this word we raised up Andre Patterson I'll just say that for lack of a better term who was our, originally our defensive line coach but he's now our co-defensive coordinator and he kind of wants to mess with that defense a little bit so what we have been doing which I really like is instead of playing DJ Wanham at that other end position at right end I believe it would be because Daniil Hunter plays left end we have been having him as a stand-up outside linebacker, kind of, DJ Wanham, which is fun to see because he is athletic, he can rush the passer, but he apparently can also drop back in coverage and kind of play some coverage, which is something that Steven Weatherly used to do when he was getting a lot of reps with the Vikings a few years ago. So if we could maybe see, instead of a true forefront with two defensive end and two D tackles, if we could see like a kind of D tackle with Michael Pierce or Dalvin Tomlinson and then we can see like a Sheldon Richardson end hybrid and then a Daniil Hunter truly edge rushing and a DJ Wanham as a stand-up edge rusher just that kind of mixed
1: front would be fun to see you know I remember Nick Vigil was one of your I mean besides all the corners big signings yep and it was a little I don't want to say head-scratching because he always kind of played as a more special teamer backup and you had kind of given them a the the right, pay a of starter a, yeah. yeah maybe not a super but a starter's pay but maybe they must have saw something or
0: i think most likely case scenario is he kind of does the backup special teamer role this year and gets some rotation in that linebacker but then i really don't see us keeping anthony barr when his contract is up, which I believe is I after I think they already season. agreed to that, yeah.
1: So oh, I, think, maybe
0: I think he was more of a future signing, because if I'm not mistaken, we signed a lot of one-year guys, but I don't think he was. I think we signed no, Nick Vigil it, to a two that or year
1: Yeah, it was like a... That's one of your big signings, because yeah. it was a multi-year deal.
0: Yeah, so I think he was less of a
1: need now, but a need for later when Anthony Barr is if gone. He, if it's a guy that fits your system... You know, and you know that he's going to play and will can, can still contribute now and even... Yeah, he, he's a great special teamer. I
0: can't wait. Mm-hmm. And our special team was awful last year. Our punt coverage was awful, like going down and tackling the punt returner when he tries to return it. So if he can help on that, that's huge, let alone. That's almost worth it right there if he can be a star on punt. But it's still a little bit of a head scratcher to me, like you said, because I really, I really like Troy Dye. Who was drafted in 2020 in the fourth or fifth round i believe out of oregon as more of a pass coverage linebacker kind of like eric kendricks is which i thought was what we were going to do was have two pass coverage guys so we could kind of help out and let those safeties drop back and help corners but hopefully he proves me wrong hopefully nick vigil comes and proves me wrong that's best case scenario for the vikings i wouldn't mind seeing that at all
1: so who's your quarterback
0: oh god wow i totally didn't even talk about that yes kellen mond uh i believe it was just yesterday on saturday Mm -hmm. the 31st tested positive for COVID 19 and kurt cousins and nate stanley were both deemed close contacts so they both also close contacts yeah Yeah. whatever whatever it's called so they also have to miss so i believe it's mond has to miss like Two weeks or whatever protocol is, and Nate Stanley and Kurt Cousins both have to miss five days. Is and, what the new PA yeah, protocol it's is.
1: You have to test negative so many days. Yeah, no. it's, we I don't know so what exactly who it is. Is your it's a crazy process.
0: Right so I, right now our only quarterback, we had a night practice last night uh, under the lights at TCO Stadium, and Jake Browning got every Browning. single rep.
1: I saw you signed a local kid today.
0: Oh, I did not see uh, that yet.
1: I don't know. I can't remember. He was uh, playing for an indoor football league. He went to St. John's, Minnesota. Literally a local kid. Yeah. They went out and got a local kid to just be a camp arm for a little while.
0: Actually, ironically, yesterday it was so short notice, so they couldn't sign anybody. Our quarterback's coach, uh, John... It's, I want to keep saying Filippo, but it's not. It's not John De Filippo. No, I can't... It sounds like Filippo though. It's something similar. Who played quarterback in college. I can't remember where exactly actually did a lot of quarterback reps during individual tr- I mean drills yeah and you got stuff, someone
1: so,
0: <laughs> so yeah but apparently the reports say that he was slinging it like he was doing pretty good so as a fill-in I'll take that I bet the a lot of those guys I'm sure the arm's still there it's just, oh yeah you don't really use it yeah especially those younger position coaches because they're not even that old
1: yeah a lot did. of those
0: a lot of those Position
1: coaches, guys are only still like right. I mean, you're still 30, early thirties. Yeah, it's just arm talent's not all of it. Arm talent no. is such a small part of it. Yeah, really. so that
0: was that was kind of funny to see. It really sucks that Nate Stanley got
1: deemed a close contact too. I was hoping that this was his chance <laughs> when I heard I didn't know that. who the other one was. I I saw Cousins and Mon and they're like, but there's only one quarterback left. So I was actually thinking that was Stanley. Nope, it was Jake Browning who was drafted.
0: In the 2018 or 2019 draft class, I cannot remember. Late
1: round guy. The Browning M19 on. Huh? You know, from Call of Duty, the Browning. Oof. I didn't, I didn't, from play, World much. I didn't play World at War. I didn't play World at War?
0: I never played anything before BL3, so. Oh, never mind. Yeah,
1: you, you kind of lost me there.
0: I was too young when world of war came out i was like i know after i
1: said it i was like he didn't play world of war (laughs) (laughs) you're crazy Uh, i got it still we could go down and play it i could show you (laughs) (laughs) but moving on
0: past the camps from the teams that we like the only other camp that really had some big news come out of it that we wanted to talk about was of course as we mentioned earlier the indianapolis colts Mm -hmm. camp carson wentz suffered a foot injury which is kind of a long running injury injured again and will have to have surgery and is more than likely to miss the start of the season right he but they're choosing to let it rest i don't know i i was scrolling through twitter and i saw something from pro football talk that said that they're choosing to let it rest and wait on surgery i didn't really have time i was kind of busy no that's what i saw too i was
1: watching espn today they they're gonna they're Waiting on surgery, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't see why you. do I that. don't see why. It's I don't, not. It's they've not. They've already ruled them out for the free season. Yeah, which is obviously only three weeks this year, but you still have what's the first game isn't for what another week, so you still yeah. have four weeks before the season starts. When when you have I a just, reoccurring injury it.
0: like that that you've seen bother a guy for that long, right? It's not going to heal itself,
1: and I, there's no point in trying. And I know we were talking about this a little bit before we started but was the foot injury not what was bothering him last year in philly uh, we decided that it we was. thought we it believe was it is. yeah I and mean, we may be wrong and we'll will try to do some checking on that later on but he either way it's another injury whether it's the foot again whether it's not has this guy since what he had that amazing start of the season in 2017 and he's just been hurt in some way every year, and it has affected him. Now, the Colts are screwed because they couldn't have a backup quarterback because that fucks with him mentally. So they had to let Jacoby Brisket walk down <laughs> Brisket. to, walk down to <laughs> Miami. <laughs> but yeah, see, I like Jacoby Brisket. Honestly, I think he's a very good quarterback. I think. Oh, I like Jacoby Brisket. And I think that. When. Who
0: was it? Oh, yeah, it was just the Colts who would just throw him in on, like, QB sneaks and yeah. stuff. That was a great system. Right. I it, loved that. Yeah,
1: they, when they let him run kind of more option routes and, yeah. and rollouts because... Because Rivers as, couldn't. Rivers is a great gunslinger, great throw of the football, but yes, that dude could not move. Not at so, all. To be able to put Brissett in and he still have that kind of twist in the playbook, uh, I'm I'm surprised the Colts didn't do better last year. I really am, and I thought well they, they, were... well, they did. They almost beat the Bills. Yeah, I know, but the Bills did. made it to
0: the AFC Championship right? game, and they almost took them out on the wild card. It's a pretty good season, especially right? for the roster around them. I mean, right? I know. There's but... a bunch of young guys who all
1: all panned out but for the most part. That was it. I won't see. You know, it's too bad the Bills Colts end up being the wild card game. That would have that been a better divisional, divisional, or even a championship game would have been. I don't really see that being an AFC championship game. Really, definitely of a that team with the way that team. That's what I mean with the way that Colts team was built last year with Philip Rivers. That that's was true. It would have been. An obvious it would have been a cool, all-in
0: team. It would have been a cool storyline since Rivers has never got a ring. <laughs> he
1: never will. Never will. It's sad to see. Well, Luckily, he's got. Brady has set the bar so high that. It's impossible. Rodgers has a ring. Favre has a ring. Has been to another Super Bowl. Rodgers trying his damnedest to get to another, get multiple NFC title games. Before Brady, that would be like, wow. But now that Brady has 600 rings, everyone's like, you only have two Super Bowl appearances. And then, are you even going to be in your team's Hall of Fame? Yeah. you know, Because like, then
0: the Mannings have two each too, right. which is amazing. So, but then it's two, it's, so. it's,
1: it's crazy, just the, yeah, the precedent that's been changed in twenty years. Especially considering he's only really earned like
0: two of them. All right, that's a whole. Yeah, story. we could we could go through and talk about each. Maybe one day we really we'll want. do a Brady episode. Where we'll Rich do is, we'll do, we do, do, a do a dedicated why Brady isn't that good. That will be what <laughs> the episode s- is special called. Special report. Uh. Yeah, we'll go. We will we'll do a whole ass deep dive. Like <laughs> yeah. A true deep
1: dive each year. Why Brady did not deserve that Super Bowl ring. <laughs> yeah. What? Each year that he's won or each year that he wins now? Each year that he's won. He's oh. not winning another one. It's just... No. There's no way. I... It, uh, yeah. There I, is a
0: way. But, see, but there's so just the, no way.
1: So that's what I'm saying. Is that he's set that bar so high. Philip Rivers is... What? He's been in the league almost 20 years. it has got to be 17 or 18, yeah? One of the... Top passers, stat-wise, in oh, multiple fine. categories. Oh, and yes, he never got to a Super Bowl. Neither did Marino. 17, yeah. You know? Because he came out Marino outside. got to one. Didn't win it. And didn't win it. Phillip never even got to one. Multiple AFC title games. And getting Brady got him. Just like he's gotten everyone else. So many people. So... Actually,
0: ironically, one thing that the Colts do have going for them is the last time Wentz missed an indefinite amount of time was in 2017 when his team <laughs> went on to the Super Bowl.
1: They had they had big dick neck fulls. Yeah, that's
0: it's a whole different. Jacob the, Jacob Easton. The, the,
1: the I don't even know where Jacob he came out of. Jacob Beason. I think he came out of Washington. Oh, uh, you know what? You're right. He or definitely did come out Washington, of Washington, Washington or Georgia. No, nope. you're right. It was yeah, out of Washington. Uh, Jacob, the bison, the, the Jacob Eaton, Jacob Eaton W's.
0: Yeah, Jacob ah. the, Eason,
1: the Eaton, the uh, Eaton. Jacob the. We're Eaton trying w. too hard here. But <laughs> see, it just—it's not gonna work. It doesn't. Indie. It just doesn't have the same uh, ring. You even said so last Nick. year, I don't think he was even active for a game. I don't. And now he's the so. number two in Indy because, uh, I. Just, this was. I think a worst-case scenario for Indy. So here we go. Like I just said with the Packers, what do they do
0: next? Sign Gardner, Gardner Minshew, Minshew or you trade for Gardner, trade Gardner Minshew? For
1: and actually, I was I was all in until I realized, oh, they're in the same division.
0: Yep, and sadly, I really
1: don't see that happening with I'm the Jaguars.
0: Saying. With the Jaguars being in the same division. Knowing how desperate they are and not really needing to get rid of Gardner Minshew, right. it's they gonna take under it's gonna take a big ass haul, Long probably a first round pick. Oh, I don't know about first. If round not, it, at least like a second. I would say at least a third or a fourth. I, I don't know. With with the Jaguars having all the leverage in that situation, if the talks even actually happen, which, like we said, with them being in the same division, I kind of doubt it does. But with the Jaguars having that much leverage,
1: I think they don't get any. It all less depends how how long this really is. So I guess they're gonna let the foot rest and see how it heals. I still don't agree. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, we'll see how it goes. I think that before they 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 must want to wait and see how things progress through this preseason before they go make a move. But I guess who are they gonna go get? Nick Foles
0: nick Foles, who else yeah i didn't even think I about guess that i'll get nick Foles. the bears frank reich the bears are fine with keeping nick Foles, though right at that qb3 so they're probably gonna have to give a good little haul to get nah him too. they'll want him to take the contract that's what they'll want that's true he's got a huge contract i they'll didn't want think to, about that they'll want him to
1: take the contract and they'll take whatever pick they'll get out of it
0: which is risky for indy How right now because freaking
1: hilarious they got a lot more players if goddamn sign. nick Foles goes back to aunt wentz again <laughs> There's just no way. Wentz, they Garth, should Wentz, go for it. Well... Wenz is gonna retire. They got some money right now, or they're just gonna fight. Or Wenz and Folt are just gonna fight, and <laughs>
0: um, gets... it, it'll be a fun it'll be a fun situation to monitor. I can't wait to see how they end up doing if, right there. If
1: if Full seriously ends up back in Indy, I, I'm, you know, just Wenz is just gonna be like, what fuck is this guy's problem why <laughs> he's gonna be like stay away from me bro yeah oh like what
0: are you doing here
1: you know how bad you fuck with my head like especially
0: now yeah you thought he did it before now it's just like a haunting i mean he's got it's got to be like carson Wentz has to be sitting there he's got to have the worst super bowl ring ever because he knows every i mean it's so cool like don't get me wrong he earned a super bowl ring Something everybody wants to do. I mean, hey, he, he led played that a team to, he what, a huge,
1: 13 of those wins? He played know? a so... huge
0: part of that team all throughout the regular season. He got him the first round bye. He got him the first seed. Got him all the home games in the playoffs. Probably but every won time, MVP. Exactly. Every hurt. time he sits there and looks at that ring on his finger, he has to think, you know, I this... would have won that Super Bowl. I would have won that Super Bowl. <sighs> I bet he goes a big sigh. There. you know? Like... Yeah. I just, I he gets to know. say, I would have been in that game. I would have won that game, but I didn't get to. William? And that's got to suck. I don't know. I think he does. Because Nick Nick Foles was, he played well. For being the fill-in, he played very well. Foles had nothing to lose. He was not the reason they won those games.
1: Well, no, no but he, right, he wasn't. The, the Super Bowl, I think he played like, the best game. That was his best game by, by far. By far. He clutched but up. But he had he nothing was... to lose. They, you're the backup quarterback going to the Super Bowl. Give it your... Fucking and all you know yeah i mean when they and beat- that's what he did
0: <sighs> and it worked oh my god they slaughtered the vikings in that nfc championship game and i was so done i god, was Sucks so mad it i
1: really thought minnesota was on that that miracle run team after yeah the, we had after our the, backup quarter or after, not even a backup but a kind Chase of lesser you know, known we yeah. had the he had the digs the miracle and then in minneapolis, the minneapolis and I really did. I thought too. I was like, this team's just not. You're playing a backup quarterback? Like, it's wow. It's just. I don't know why, but I cannot for the life of me think of who we beat
0: in the wild card round. You didn't
1: play the wild card round, did you?
0: Oh, holy crap. We had a first round bye, didn't we? Yeah, that was the year that. We were like the second seed. Yeah. Oh,
1: my God. Case Keenum. Was your best quarterback and you let him go? Uh, I don't know. I don't think.
0: Just like how we're saying right now, Nick Foles wouldn't have done as good throughout the regular season. I don't think Case Keenum would have done good past that season.
1: Well, yeah, cause, I think what, every hit, week it started a different quarterback.
0: I think he... he yeah, because he didn't even play all that season.
1: We started uh-huh. Sam Bradford to begin yeah. with. Yeah, and then went to... Um... Was that... Then went to Case.
0: I think it was just and Bradford went, and Case Keenum. And then Teddy. Teddy got a little bit of rotation. Yeah. And then is that, that, is that when you brought in Josh Freeman? No, that was before. That was before Bradford. I forgot we did that. <laughs> My God.
1: That was a whole different regime, man. Yeah. That was that Leslie Frazier regime. and Those were the dark days, oh, to say man. the least. When they My did God. that, they brought in Josh Freeman. What was it? For a Monday night football game? Signed him on Friday? Started him on Monday? It was... What? <sighs> the... That was that same. That was the same year the dome collapsed. I just think. just
0: like how I, I was that sitting was here saying hole. it's fun to talk about the training camp because this is the best team we've had in a while. That's why this is the best team we've had in a while is because those days like that. Mm-hmm.
1: My God, I Josh forgot Freeman. That I don't think Josh Freeman threw another pass the NFL after that game. I doubt <laughs> it. Which sucks because he had a half he decent got, career with he was the, the Buccaneers. Pick yeah, of the Bucks. He's. I think he has a couple of Bucks records.
0: He played pretty damn well. I remember when I was super young watching the Vikings. We played a game against the Bucks where he just mm-hmm. picked us
1: apart like none other. I think no, he was. not Gosh, I can't. he was he the quarterback of the Bucks when? Uh, no, no. As no, I
0: was gonna say, I don't no. think he did really anything big playoff wise. No. I think he just played some yeah. pretty damn decent football yeah. on, on a then, bad team around then. Yeah. Past Doug Martin and him, there wasn't much mm-hmm. on that team. Other than a young Mike Evans, but so moving on past camps in general, there was of course a lot of news coming out think, about no, signings. Wrong.
1: Mike Evans was later. Josh was he Freeman after? never played with Mike Evans.
0: Yeah. Uh, I thought maybe when he was uh-uh. really young career because no. he was
1: drafted what like 13 or 14. Josh Freeman. 14. Or Mike Evans. Mike Evans was drafted in 14. Same Mike Mon- Manziel. So yeah, 14. Yeah. No. Josh Freeman was like the 2000. Yeah, he
0: was. Ten. Yeah, you're
1: right. He was before Mike Evans. Yeah.
0: But moving on past yeah, the camps, uh,
1: so we didn't like.
0: There was, of that. course, a lot of news coming out: signings, droppings, trades. Don so of, much happened. Ton of camps. transactions yeah. to
1: catch up on with with being a week off in Green Bay. so, so I feel like the best place to
0: start is early June 28th. Because that was right after all the camps officially started and all the crazy stuff happened. We're going all the way back to June 28th, July 28th. Okay, shut all up, right. <laughs> it's, it's been a long episode. We're like an hour in. We gotta. Okay, so the first thing I'm gonna start with week. is Only the is. the Bears trading their wide receiver Anthony Miller to the Texans and received a fourth round pick in return. And then themselves signed wide receiver Justin Hardy to a one-year deal, who I believe was most recently with the Falcons. So that was a pretty big transaction right there. And then now get ready, because I'm about to fire through them. Randall Cobb was traded to Green Bay
1: from Houston for time a out. six-round pick. That Those three moves right there, I just want to say real quick, were all related. And those three teams all knew about it, and that deal was set in place the whole time. Yeah. The Anthony Miller to Houston, Houston signing Justin Hardy, Randall Cobb being then traded to the Packers was all a deal that was being discussed this whole time before that all happened. There should have just been some kind of transaction between the Packers
0: and Bears it could right. have been a cool a, three-team, like trade. A three-team yeah. trade. Like a three-team trade like yeah, an, an NBA like an NBA style. Styles. Yeah. That'd that was cool.
1: Seemed to happen in the NFL. But yeah, I just wanted to note that little tidbit that all those three moves were all In Correlation and related to each other. Yep. And then (laughs) the Colts uh,
0: extended Braden Smith, who is their right tackle, Mm -hmm. on a four year deal, who is a very good right tackle, Mm -hmm. underrated like Brian O'Neill. They're going to have a real
1: good offensive line, the Colts. They're going
0: to have a hell of an offensive line and apparently no quarterback. Still couldn't protect Wentz from getting hurt. (laughs) And
1: Trey (laughs) Trey Lance
0: signed his rookie deal with the 49ers.
1: And as did Rashawn Slater, or is that? That was before, but oh, yes, Rashad Slater also
0: signed with the Chargers. Kelvin Benjamin was released by the Giants, who we're not going to talk about that, but that's a hell of a story. You should look it up. That's mm-hmm. a cluster
1: to say the least. Joe Jake... Judge seems like an asshole, apparently. Um, I've heard that. Yeah, a few so a few players man, have that. Really seems to. A few it.
0: players have said that he's not an asshole. He's just one of those coaches that like you gotta fit his play style. Like if you like him, you love him. But if you don't like him yet. It hate doesn't him. doesn't work. Yeah. Uh Oh, excellent. Ah. Oh, closed out of the transaction wire. I don't even know what happened. Oh, no, it reset. Oh god. But yeah, the Joe Judge thing is crazy because yeah. I mean, I've I've had so, coaches like that. They
1: told you them, just you just just love a, just or a hate kind them. of There's... quick summary. They told him to lose weight. He didn't lose the weight, but passed all his conditioning. And they still cut him. And basically, Calvin Benjamin was like, they just were making an example out of me. Like, yeah, what was the point of that? They Which, literally you know, just brought me in to show me that yeah. they'd cut him if they didn't follow what the coach said. And
0: that's really crazy coming in as a tight end because Calvin Benjamin used to play receiver for the Panthers. And he's trying to right. and re- that's what he resurrect said to his career you as, a want me when you want as a tight end. When did you want a tight
1: end? able to pass the conditioning test for an NFL player? Like... Yeah. So right, it didn't make sense. I, I feel it like we don't know too. everything about it, but there definitely a, a questionable situation. There's a lot there. of behind-the-scenes stuff there that who knows what happened, but it did seem odd. For as good as Joe Judge did, and everyone had a lot of praise, yeah. that was an odd like well that was weird because he just must be a love him or hate him guy yeah but
0: uh jake butt another tight end retired off the chicago bears he had like four
1: acl injuries that dude in like he had three acl injuries in four years that's what it was yeah just sucks just great talent just couldn't catch a break yep shame
0: the packers signed right tackle dennis kelly to a one-year deer deal the Colts signed cornerback former vikings cornerback Colton Hill to a one-year deal, which is apparently like a trying to recreate Xavier Rhodes. See if they can rejuvenate his career. So it'll be good to see what they happens there. A,
1: they thought it's
0: like Oh yeah, it just confused yeah. them. You know, but now they
1: got him. So <laughs> Zach
0: Wilson, who is the final rookie to not sign a contract, signed his four-year deal with the Jets. Because you well, know, if, you're, the if draft picks, you if he's mean, you know if he's your only starting quarterback. You right. should wait to sign Let's him until see if we a week can, before the season long, yeah. starts.
1: Yeah. We can wait to bring
0: in our future. Sometimes you just see bad teams stay bad, and that is a big reason why. Uh, Theo Riddick retired from football, which I actually didn't know till I just saw it on the transaction wire. To give a little bit of an insight, I'm looking through a list right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of picking out some of the bigger names. Uh, kicker Aldrich Rosa was released by the Jacksonville Jaguars, which he wasn't very good, but... He was a name that I knew. He's one of the starting kickers in He's the for He's one NFL of those kickers that get
1: passed around when, like, your kicker gets hurt or yeah. suspended or something like that. Like...
0: Which, actually, that's something I'm going to mention just really quick that I forgot to mention when I was talking about the Vikings camp. Our kicker that we drafted, undrafted free agent this year. Patterson? Riley, yeah, Riley Patterson, got put on the physically unable to perform list. So Greg Joseph, who a lot of people were saying was going to be our practice squad and Patterson was going to be our starter... Is now getting all the reps that kicker Mm. in camp and will more than likely be the starter, which I like more. I think I think starting a UDFA kicker with our kicking habits in the past is risky. So I drafted
1: a kicker and cut him after three weeks.
0: Yeah, so I Daniel Carlson, who we'll actually get to on this list, is who I still can't confirm that
1: though. I don't. Uh, But
0: but I think I think Greg Joseph is the safer bet. But Nick Chubb signed a three-year extension with the Cleveland Browns, which is good to see for him. Good for him. Uh, Randall Cobb. Oh, that's just talking about his contract. Sorry.
1: The Packers are something Randall Cobb. They re- reworked the contract. So, it, yeah, that's what i say. It's split. So they split it. This year, it's split with Houston. Houston is paying three point three or $3 million of his contract. And then they're completely off the hook for it on the second year. It all goes on the Green Bay, which basically Green Bay has just pushed everything into next year. This is truly an all in situation for Green Bay. Yeah. We are we have now pushed more money into next year than the expected rise of the salary. Yeah, cap. you guys are like so... 12
0: mil over the cap next year or something.
1: So I don't know what the hell we're going to do, but we're going to have a lot of fucking fun this year.
0: <laughs> have you guys extended Jerry yet? No. Oh, you guys are screwed. You're losing someone big. There's just no way you get out of it. But the Colts signed quarterback, Brett Hudley, uh, just oh, yesterday, yep, which that, makes a little more sense. Yeah, That's right. I didn't it, know that until I just saw it.
1: Yeah, because he did well.
0: I did see this though, a former Vikings linebacker just last season, Todd Davis, who really stepped up and flew of a bunch of injuries, signed with the Giants, so he's a fan favorite of mine. I hope he does well. Uh, this says that Daniel Carlson, who Callen just talked about being the kicker we drafted and then cut, retired. Who He was just with the Oakland Raiders and had a very good season last season. So I'm not sure. This is from Sports Track. We can't confirm it, but this says I haven't, that he retired. I haven't heard anything about it? I feel like that'd be a pretty so, big news. I to say because... we'll do we'll do an update on that next week if we remember, but
1: but maybe Daniel that's Carlson just Mayer yeah retired. maybe it's just you know not official yet. So
0: uh, Seahawks signed Sean Mannion, who was the former Vikings backup just last season. The Giants signed Joe Looney. Uh, oh, the Saints signed Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens signed edge rusher Justin Houston, who was just recently with the Colts. And then the Saints have two more cornerbacks signing back-to-back. They just signed today Cavaray Russell, who I have not heard that name, but they also signed. Oh, maybe I have heard that name. He was a
1: third-round pick of the Chiefs and kind of even as a third-round pick didn't do very well, was on Green Bay's practice squad last year. Throughout the season, oh, okay. it was up and down because you know the new practice squad rules. Yeah, and, and we just didn't re-sign him. So. Oh, okay. okay. Just a, a practice squad guy, actually a very high draft pick out of Notre Dame, just hasn't just didn't hasn't pan out. uh yeah hasn't transpired over. But you know, young kid, people yep. still think you know you can still give him a shot. He stayed on the practice squad all year. I like, said so he was up if for. You're a still in the games. NFL. That's he was still around. Good. Had was on special teams. He's still wanting you know still playing. So. And finally, a little more of a notable name just today, the,
0: the Saints signed veteran corner Prince Amukamara, who I believe was most recently on the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I believe so. So that was the rundown of all the news. That was a whole week off of news. Well, not a whole week, but since the 28th, but that's still a lot, especially during training camp time. So that'll be the end of today's episode. Like I said earlier, next week's episode will again be on Tuesday, just like on this one, so keep an eye out for that. And thank you all so much for watching. But until next Tuesday, do not forget to eat the W.